The following podcast is presented by Secret Room Multimedia. children settle down you're listening to fair point i'm nathan capazer i'm craig lewis uh i apologize i'm losing my voice man this is gonna be tough i am both looking forward to this episode very much and dreading it at the same time uh are you dreading it because you feel like you won't have a voice when it's over yeah that's kind of that's kind of it so we're gonna be talking a lot about the south park kids not the four south park kids that you're all familiar with not those guys they they, not, they're going to get butters. Yeah, they're, I feel like they will all basically deserve their own separate episodes. Yeah, so we're going to give a little bit of attention to the lesser known, the uh, yeah, most of neglected the surrounding characters. characters. Well, not neglected. They don't neglect any of these characters. They really actually. don't. They it's, do a lot of them justice. It's pretty cool how much detail is paid to the background characters. So we're going to take a look at that a little later. All the people at South Park Elementary. And we we got to get this out of the way. Spoiler alert, obviously, for the television show and the movie, but also the video game, uh, The Stick of Truth. If you haven't finished it yet, we're going to be spoiling it in this episode. Uh, yes, sir. I'm not- still pretty freaking bitter. <laughs> I, I must say, uh, I haven't had an opportunity, really, to uh, finish the game. And on my own stupidness while researching, I spoiled the game for myself. So, well, you're welcome, Internet fans it's not the entire game it's just some of it i feel like that was a pretty key point it's a pretty big part of the game so it's not something you probably want spoiled if you're and it's a fairly big development of a certain character too but we'll get into that a little later of course of course of course we have comic-con news to talk about oh my god dude comic-con so fucking cool would you so fucking cool like how cool was it i'm i'm pretty was it as cool as lando calrissian Nothing's as cool as Lando Calrissian. There, okay. Except for Lando Calrissian riding a dinosaur. That's cooler. Oh, so cool! It's like a whole different entity. It's not. It's a different character. It's yeah, not the it's... same character. It's it's Lando Calrissian riding a dinosaur. For real, it's like Godzilla and Mecha Godzilla. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Godzilla and Mecha Godzilla, uh, King Kong <laughs> is getting a remake. Well, a pre- you a- so what? A remake, oh, I guess, is, would be the term. It's a prequel remake. King Kong's getting a prequel remake? A remake. Yeah, and guess who's producing it? Peter Jackson. Legendary <laughs> <laughs> Legendary Pictures, uh, which you may know just produced the Godzilla uh, American remake. Okay, and so are you trying to say that it's going to be one of those things where the two worlds are going to be the same universe? It might happen. Might happen. You um, never know. I really thought you were going with Godzilla 2, though. I think I think you pulled a fast one on everybody here. 
Oh, I'm pretty uh, pumped about that, too. Gareth Edwards said that he's really interested. He's like, this comment's probably going to bite me in the ass once I do the sequel. But <laughs> I, I would really, I think that more monsters means a better movie. And I want to see some of the, some more of the classic monsters yeah, did and all I, that. I think I saw oh, something about sub. Rodan, possibly. He said that's what he wants. So That's uh, interesting that's to me, especially seeing how I... I didn't uh, see the movie, but from what I heard, it's funny that Gareth Edwards said that considering how he put less Godzilla in, in the movie, right? Right? Am I right? Gareth Edwards said he put less Godzilla well, in Well, no, the movie? no, because he actually did put less Godzilla in the first movie that he wants to see all these morgue monsters. <laughs> well, <laughs> and more monster I don't know. I thought time. there was an appropriate amount of Godzilla in that movie. I feel like a lot of people on the internet would disagree with you. I can't speak for myself. We know this. Uh, I, I feel like there should have been less humans in a shorter running time, not more Godzilla. Refer to my uh, Godzilla review on our YouTube channel. Dude, my favorite piece of fucking Comic-Con news. Age of Ultron? No, but that okay. is... that's. I, I really thought that was going to be your favorite piece. That's really fucking dope, dude. I can't wait. I'm excited about that. We're, I figure this... I don't even have much to say about that because it's just like, what can I say? It looks fucking cool. I'm I'm excited. Sweet. Yeah, I feel like that, uh, there's a lot of that from the Comic-Con. Like, what is there to say about this? Awesome teasers! <laughs> <laughs> but did you hear about the Evil Dead series? I sure Television did. Television series? Uh, Nathan, I sure did. Uh, why don't you tell them about it in case somebody wasn't paying attention to uh, the Comic-Con? Well, yeah, supposedly Sam Raimi's trying to go forward with producing this television series. And somebody on Twitter was like, and I'm not going to be into it unless Bruce Campbell is the star role. And Bruce Campbell responded to his tweet. Groovy. And he was like, he was like, well, I'm not doing it unless I'm the star role either. So don't worry about it. That's the plan. Yes. Like, oh, no shit. What if, what if Bruce Campbell seriously, like after he did that tweet, he goes, <laughs> see, I control too. <laughs> One of the biggest things for me from Comic-Con was the Game of Thrones news, uh, the introduction of a bunch of the different Martells and the people of Dorne. And honestly, reading the books, that was... Winkenbach? Uh, yeah. What? Well, Game of Thrones slash Song of Ice and Fire fans will understand. But yeah, there's a bunch of characters from the fifth book that are supposed to be introduced in this season, and that's got me really excited. Just going to say that. Cool. Also, there's a cool little uh, season four blooper video that was kind of funny to watch. And of course, I know you probably still weren't excited, but I have to admit the trailer to season five of Walking Dead is is intriguing. I got to say, good on you, uh, Walking Dead, because at the end of last season, I shut the episode down, got off my TV, sat and said, well, that's it. I'm not coming back. And then I saw this trailer and I said, "Okay, I'm coming back. (laughs) I think the trailer looks good. It looks like. A good season. I'm going to keep watching anyway. Like, I haven't liked the show for a very long time. Yeah, I but feel like I give you a lot of credit for that, for still watching it. I still kind of have fun watching it. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes I make fun of it with my friends. Some, You know, whatever. But I still love the comic. And well, yeah, of course. Of but, course. Uh, Comic's still gold. The trailer does look really good. And it does look really intriguing and all that. But uh, I... It's just like I feel like I know better. It's like hearing a lot of things from a friend that you know is going to let you down. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I know some of those people. Did you see the fucking Batman Superman trailer? Um, Well, the bootleg of it? No. Teaser, not a trailer. Well, well, 
What I saw was a stare down by uh, Wonder Woman. Just the picture? Yeah. What do you think of the Wonder Woman design? Uh, Cool. Pretty kick-ass. I'm still trying to figure out how they plan on shoving half the Justice League down our throats in one fell movie. <laughs> like one swoop. What do you think of the Family Guy Simpsons crossover? Did you watch the five minutes of it? I didn't. I don't want to spoil it for myself. Really? I really, okay. like, I was that adamant. Like, I had pl- ample opportunities. I was like, no, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to wait for it to air. Okay. It's a bunch of, I'm, I won't spoil anything then, but it's a bunch of. Uh, Enough was spoiled for me for this week's episode. <laughs> it's a bunch of separate clips um, from different points in the episode. It's not just five minutes straight yeah. of one clip. And some of it was cool. It was really weird to see it. And some of it I was like, uh, you know me, I'm not a big Family Guy fan anymore. Right. But like, I'm still like captivated by that. And I was like, okay, I'm in. I'm interested. Sweet. Uh, one question I do have, aren't the Simpsons kind of supposed to be white people? So unless like they're dimension jumping, shouldn't they be the same skin tone? They kind of referenced as... it. Do you okay, know, you cool. Don't want me no, to I, don't. It? I don't. I okay. don't. I just... Okay. I'm just saying that's one question I have. If it is answered, then so be it. Yeah, it was then funny. Then I can accept that. It was funny. It was a funny little Okay, good. Good. They have jaundice. Got it. I do think I'm more interested for the Simpsons Futurama crossover. It does. Yes, me too. It doesn't look like it's going to be bad. You know what I mean? Like a failed, like, why the fuck did they do this? Right. Like, you know. Well, me, I'm still like, I'm still captivated by Family Guy. Uh, I Yes, it's not as good as it used to be. Yes, the jokes are way more raunchy and that's just their main drawn focus, but I tell you, it still makes me laugh. What about the teaser for the Simpsons season premiere? The Who Will Die? Someone's dying Again, in the season premiere. Purposely didn't watch it. Yeah. Don't okay. want don't even want it. Okay. I want I want that to be full on shock for me. They shot Milhouse in the face <laughs> in the teaser. They're like, Who will die? And then and then uh, <laughs> And then and then no wait, no wait, they shot him and Bleeding then he, Gums Murphy shot Mil- Milhouse. Oh, right. in no, the now face. you're just bullshitting me. Okay. <laughs> No, but what did probably happen is he gets shot and then just goes black and you just hear him go, Oh, my glasses! <laughs> All right, Craig, I got some fucking Johnny Rockets news. Uh, I know that place all too well. <laughs> me and you and me both. You and me both. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I thought you would appreciate some Johnny Rockets news. Uh, oh, sure do. <laughs> Aretha Franklin, uh, renowned soul artist, uh, fucking Who? pop music legend. Who? Aretha Franklin. Oh, I'm Aretha being... Franklin. Aretha okay. Franklin. Okay, Aretha Franklin, let me rock you. Aretha Franklin, let me rock you. Aretha Franklin. Oh, yeah, no, that's my jam. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, Soulstress Aretha Franklin. She went into a Niagara Falls Johnny Rockets and she ordered something to go and it was like a 10 minute wait time or something. I don't know. And she was like, okay. So she went and sat down in an empty booth. It was either, it was, it was either a smokehouse or a 66. That's what everybody gets. (laughs) So, uh, so she sat down at like an empty table and, uh, a server ended up walking up and she's like, you can't sit there. And she was like, what do you mean? And she was like, you ordered to go like this is for people that are eating and only this is for dining and she's like okay seating. well fine she's like i'll eat in then and she was like no you can't it's already rang in as to go and what was- yeah okay yeah i i think this this server 
has huge cojones so she, to to tell Aretha Franklin. She didn't know who it was. I don't care if you and, don't know. You're that's a that's a freaking guest. That's a customer. As and she asked her to stand outside the restaurant. This is that person's job's gone, right? Probably. That's not how like a server or a manager, especially in a corporate chain, would ever be able to speak to a customer. And yeah, and uh, like, oh, you already rang it in as a to go oh, order. It's it's, it's rang it as a to go order. You can't switch that. Bullshit, you can't. <laughs> if I so choose to eat it here, you say, you know what? Changed my mind. Instead of wrapping it up in foil, put it on a fucking plate and give me a side of fries while you're at it. <laughs> Sir, I, I made a mistake and accidentally rang your order and as to go. <laughs> you have to stand outside and leave. you can't eat here. <laughs> wow, man. Training must have been a bitch. <laughs> How many people? A company policy, I'm sorry. <laughs> no way around it. The CEO Get the fuck out of here. The CEO was like, so you're telling me it was ringing as a to go and you Wanted to sit down. I, your server accidentally rang it in as a to-go. I'm not seeing the difference. <laughs> CEO is the one dealing with this yes. issue here in person. Not the assistant manager. He got me. The... And I was, you know how I am with bad customer service. <laughs> right, I'm like, right. let me talk to the CEO. <laughs> Unlimited <laughs> bandwidth. President and owner Dan Snyder here. I'm too busy Aretha blowing the Redskins' chances. <laughs> Oh, that was a sports reference for all the sports fans out there. I didn't. Yeah, it was like, is that Game of Thrones? I don't no, know. No, <laughs> the the owner of Johnny Rockets owns uh, the Washington Redskins. Oh, okay. Yeah, Aretha Franklin that. said. So funny. And it's funny because they sing her songs there. That's right. The songs exactly. That the servers like, sing. Like, and if, what song is it that they sing? <laughs> is it R E S P E C T? Yes. <laughs> She's like. The irony, the sheer irony. That song came on as she was walking out, and she just stops. Stop Takes right a deep there. breath. Give it to me, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. She just starts going in with it. And then the person that like told her she has to leave, she goes, the whole world starts collapsing in on itself. It's like, oh, my God, I cannot believe you, you disrespected Aretha Franklin. It was bad. Supposedly, somebody went in and was like, you know, that's Aretha Franklin, right? And she was like, I don't care who she is. <laughs> I don't care who she is. She's not my customer. <laughs> is she paying my tab? No, I don't want her. She's a, she's, she's one of those. Section. Listen, listen, I don't care. I don't like her kind around here. Those to-go orderers. You she, ordered yeah, to-go. To-go. Cryptid fans rejoice. Oh, I'm a cryptid fan. Apparently. This is me rejoicing. Yes, Woo! rejoice. It's a party. It's cryptid a party. party. A cryptid party. We're going to put Bigfoot shoes on our feet and go walk in the woods. Beast of Bodman. Making yeah, the... crop circles. Cryptid party. Yeah, minus the crop circles. That's just too much work. Party uh, goes six in the morning. And then the sun rises and you're like, fuck, we got to get out of here. We gotta Actually, get out of this what self-respecting cereal. farmer isn't up by six in the morning? Right, he's up <laughs> at three, tending to his crops. Uh, Henry Warren, <laughs> crop circles aren't cryptids, right? said minus the crop circles. <clears throat> but that's okay. what you do at a cryptid party, though. You mean right? You, you strap on your Bigfoot shoes and you make and crop jam circles. Shoes. <laughs> Apparently. The legendary Beast of Bodeman was recently caught on camera. And as, what's that? 
It's like a giant cat in the Bodmin area in the UK. Okay. I don't know why I'm like shaking my hand around as to accentuate <laughs> right around, my point. That right around yeah, here. This area of the map in my head that I'm pointing to in midair. Yes. This guy said he took a few pictures of it. Frankly, it looks like a giant cat or whatever, but. Which is what it's supposed to be. So yes. So it's pretty impressive. Who knows what it is. <laughs> I don't think it was the legendary beast of Bodeman because if it was, it said it jumped out right in front of him. And I feel like it would have mauled him the fuck to death because well, cats it is, don't always just maul everything. But the the beast was a mauler. <laughs> okay, it was worse than the chupacabra. He reported it to the Plymouth British Big Cat Society, and this this beast was declared a phantom in 1995 by the Ministry of Agriculture. Okay, so ooh, interesting though. Like, what if it was like a, a puma or something? I mean, is this is this a cryptid or is it just a, a, well, the, a giant cat that's out of? They're called ABCs, alien big cats, which doesn't mean they're aliens from outer space, but they're just alien big. They're not be- normal big. They're bigger than they should be. They're bigger than the queen alien. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> they're the bigger queen. than the queen alien. <laughs> uh, he said it was like leaping sixty meters in the air. Jesus. So could be exaggerated i don't know i don't know about that did it have fucking white spots in its mouth and a fucking white star on its forehead the color appealed on yeah it was also (laughs) it was also trailing behind it uh it had in its mouth uh champ (laughs) it was was a big stick it was champ it was champ eating champ jumping off a champ into the champ ah champ aside champception I got something else that's interesting, though. Still in the realm of cats. Now we're moving on to dogs. Oh, I love cats. Oh, wait. No, dogs. Moving you on to cats. You said it was still in the realm of cats. I, is that what I said? Yes. Maybe my word's flubbed. I love dogs. It's possible. Me too. Them too. Uh, Akitas, too. They're so cool looking. They uh, kind of look like a mix between a husky and a German shepherd-ish, okay. I would say. Anyways, at a dog show... There was one dog that was posing for a picture with its owner after getting the Good Behavior Award. Uh-oh, is this a Miley Cyrus situation? First Good Behavior, but then, you know, they age seven times faster than humans. Right, so. no, actually, um, it ended up this dog right just started after it got the on award. A wrecking ball. No, right after it got the award, this dog bit a different uh, a spectator. <sighs> so, like, in the kneecap, because apparently it got jealous and was uh, kind of chomping at uh, another Akita that was there. And for some reason, this person happened to get in the way. And she got bit in the knee. And now she's suing. And she wants the dog put to sleep, I think. But the judge ruled that the dog is not going to get put to sleep, which is, yeah, that's, thank God. You shouldn't have a dog Good put for that. to sleep just because it bit somebody. For real. Like, get out of the way. What are you doing between two dogs? Is this irony? Good behavior, and then it bites somebody? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe um, what you're trying, what you're positing is that the dog's just a hipster. Yeah, sure. Foaming at the mouth. Well, Craig, I've got more George R. R. Martin. George R. R. Martin. Yes, uh, the Game of Thrones dude. Yeah, I know who he is. <laughs> you don't have to tell me the Game of Thrones dude. In fact, I find that quite insulting. <laughs> setting up the fucking story, man. There's more people okay. listening than just you, God well, willing. The Game of Thrones dude. Okay, sure, gotcha. <laughs> Seems a little disrespectful still. He is a brilliant writer. (laughs) He recently responded to the allegations levied at him by South Park. 
Oh, uh, about the dongs. Yeah, he, uh, you saw the trilogy about PlayStation 4 of course. and Xbox One. And Black Friday episode, Wars or whatever. I, that's what I'm calling them. George R.R. R. Martin was sort of obsessed with wieners. Yeah. It was all doing the Game of Thrones song, wiener, wiener, wiener. wiener which, it, uh, it was very funny as parody, but yeah, it's it's not very accurate at but all. But I don't think they they were like... They were intending, like, this is what really happens. I feel like... I don't think they were trying to say that George R. R. Martin was gay. I think they were yeah. just saying, like, geez, there's a lot of wieners in this show. But there really isn't. You're obsessed with wieners. Well, they were being South Park. Right. They were being jokes. South Park and like, being over-exaggerating. That's what makes it so funny. There's definitely still more boob than wiener. Well, that's funny that you say that because he says, uh, quote-unquote, I do have to say, I've been told that my character on South Park is obsessed about weenies. I have to deny this as a scurrilous <laughs> rumor. I have nothing against weenies. Weenies are fine, but I am not obsessed with weenies. I'm, weenies are just fine. In fact, I love my own. I'm definitely on the boobies side of the equation. Daily. They, <laughs> they picked the wrong equation for me. Boobies, not weenies. Uh, yeah. Still, while there is a lot more flaccid dong in the show than in probably any other show except maybe Rome, which would be historically accurate, uh, there's definitely way more boob in the show than Weenie. Okay. As George Ark Ark Martin would so prominently well, put it. that's cool, I guess. <laughs> I feel like I, let's I, just move on and pay attention to the actual content of the show and not... Well, I haven't like, seen it, but... It I does. know you haven't, but... Some, some parts of that do seem like it's like just like a little gratuitous. Uh, yeah, I guess. All of it around, all around, like, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm from the camp that, like, who cares... Like, the human body is what it is. I don't care if they fucking show I think boobs that's, or wieners or I think whatever. that's the camp that <laughs> they're at when they're putting it on TV. But there yeah. is probably some guy that's still well, like, yeah. It's, yeah, it's HBO, sure man. And they're boob. like, yeah, there's got to be fucking, there's got to be some, you know. But, like, I'm adult, watching it. And, and a big sexy. thing about that is, like, there'll be literally one of the main places in the stories is in a whorehouse. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, like, a big thing of that time period, fake time period, whatever. Uh and there will literally be serious conversations going on. And there's just two girls in the back going at it with each other, practicing, you know, to please the men to make them want to spend more coin. That was what I would imagine a whorehouse was like back in the day, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I've been in one recently to know what it's like either. But <laughs> still, I feel like maybe there's more pimps involved Turns now. Turns out it's exactly the same but like, More seriously, coinage, please. Uh, I guess in a way it can distract when you're like, okay, now what's this conversation you're having that probably is going to have something to do with the plot four episodes down the road, and I would rather be able to concentrate instead of seeing, you know, lesbian action in the background. So what you're saying is you're bitter because it's so distracting because you're like, oh, my God, look at those no, lesbians. No, not really because I'm not That's really so paying hot. attention. I can't even like pay attention to the story. I'm not really even you – know, I am paying attention to the story because I'm that nerdy about Game of Thrones. You're like <laughs> – <laughs> But that's what other people may be complaining about. Like, oh, okay. They can't pay attention because they're so distracted. Yeah, they can't pay attention because they're so distracted by all the wieners <laughs> and boobs. And I'm like, what wieners and boobs? I heard an enthralling conversation. <laughs> How has everybody missed the – they didn't even do that on South Park, did they? Wiener is coming. <laughs> Wiener is coming. I feel like they did. They had to have. Somebody had to have. <laughs> Thank you.
Elementary is the only public elementary school in the fictional town of South Park, Colorado, located on the west end of the town, near the church and Stark's Pond. It is one of the most frequent recurring settings in the CCC series. When I was younger, like when I was uh, probably a freshman, not a freshman, like yeah, freshman, yeah, sophomore in high this school. Story. It's super personal. Oh, oh, not that story. Okay. <laughs> I have many stories from when I was a freshman or sophomore in high school. Why would it be a personal I kept one? Asking my dad why I didn't feel so fresh. What? <laughs> This is called projection, Craig. Um, I felt like I projected myself very clearly. The South Park Studios site used to be a lot different. It was a lot simpler, and it had a very simple BBS system, a bulletin board system. Uh, so that was did it have bulletin board the entire system. catalog of episodes? No, this was before that. Way before that. Okay. But there was a message board system, and it wasn't. You didn't have avatars. It was very simple, and that was because Matt and Trey wanted it to be very simple. They were old fashioned. They were very old fashioned people. <laughs> um, that's how Dave Thomas says it. An old-fashioned hamburger. Is that why? I was just going along with it because it sounded awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Honey, come here and give me an old-fashioned. So there was an active community of fans on there and on the internet in general, man. So many, like, Mr. Hat's Hellhole was another big, like, site that, oh, when I was in middle school, like, (laughs) way back. Mr. Hat's Hellhole? Yeah, and they... Why didn't I know uh, about these things existing on the internet? I I don't know. I was a mega fan for South Park. I loved South Park. Wow. I was all about AOL chat rooms at that time for some reason. Yeah, the Hellhole's been defunct for a long time. Long, long time. But I can still remember it. It had a lot of information and episode guide and everything and list of Kenny deaths. Like, you know, this was in the early days of the internet, but, uh, there's this community of fans that like I used to post with. It was, it was pretty cool, man. I, uh, we talked a lot and there were a lot of times that it it legitimately seemed to almost affect the show. There was, uh, there was this girl that worked for them named Briel. I believe that worked for Matt and Trey that ran the fucking message board. And she was like our liaison between really? us and Matt so and like, Trey. And like, we'd be like, please ask, please them this. ask Matt and, and Trey. Stuff. This is like, maybe, maybe. <laughs> signed admin. <laughs> she was cool though. I, th- I thought she was cool. Um, oh my God. It was so cool. I was, uh, a big Joan and Vasquez fan back then too. the guy who did uh Johnny, the homicidal maniac invader Zim and all that. So I posted as Freaky Jonan fan, which was a, a play on the you know the weird fans in the comic books he did yeah. and shit. But oh man, it was really cool, and uh, we loved the background characters. You know what I mean? We loved the minutia of the mythology of this fucking show. It wasn't just about oh, it's a funny show. You know right. what I mean? It was about like these characters, this world. This it wasn't even it, about oh my god, that's you know racy humor. That's touche. That's crude. And the it ba- was way more than all that. Yeah. Everybody had depth. And the fact that it, it took a full season or two to get off to the point where these other kids in the classroom and the other people in, in the, the town were like very prevalent and they had their own stories too, you know, that we all learned about. 
but the background characters always I mean, did you know Butters was there since day one? Yeah. Since the yeah. first episode, Butters was you in the class. You just never saw him talk. He just never yeah, talked. He was just for there. For a very long time. And uh, they're consistent. And they had a lot of them had names in the storyboards and in the early scripts. They just didn't have speaking parts. And there would be times when there were inconsistencies and we would be like, oh, and we'd debate it and come up with like theories and all this. It was, man, being a kid and having time to debate shit on the internet all day. And you know when in reality it's like, it's an inconsistency because, well, back then when they made that episode, they really weren't thinking that far ahead to a certain joke or something. We didn't know at first. It took a little while till we like realized that how fast, because they also weren't making the episodes as fast as they eventually started making them at first. You mean like the week before? Yeah, but very soon they started. I mean like the... the, the moment I really noticed that, that how quickly they did it, was uh, when Saddam Hussein was captured. Okay. Like, literally that Wednesday. Oh, wow. That was a, g- a gag in the South Park episode. <laughs> I, see, and I, I was like, it when... no way, because, like, he was hiding in Canada. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I noticed it when they were, like, uh, doing the class voting in um, the kindergarten class, and Mr. Garrison's like, well, we have to ask. We, we need one more vote, but Flora's undecided. And Flora's like, I don't know. Uh... I don't know. And, like, they started doing all these jokes about that, and I'm like, what the fuck? Fuck, this just happened like three days ago. Yeah, like I was for like, real. How the f- what? That was unheard of in those days. And and these background characters, they're fucking cool. So let's do it. South Park Elementary. Let's fucking, do yeah. it. We're gonna have ourselves a time. The school was accidentally burnt down by the main four boys once when they were smoking behind the school. Oh no. And yeah, that was I loved that. The uh the people doing the anti smoking program drove them to smoke. And since Loved then, it. the school has undergone a very slight redesign, too, which is kind of cool. Um, oh, how slight. <laughs> very, very slight. Very slight. There was a, it looked different in the early, like, first season as well. But since it changed, it had looked, like, consistent until it burned down. And now it's been slightly different. There's, uh, there's another fourth grade classroom somewhere, that, but it's only been, you know, aside from Mr. Garrison's class. Right. It's only been seen from the outside. And uh, a lot of the background characters were seen coming out, and they were most of them were characters that were seen a lot in the early seasons, but not a lot nowadays. Which just says to me, like, like I said, they're paying attention to this shit, you know? Like, okay. hey, ki- hey, guys, hey, fans that give a shit about this stuff. Hey, guys, they're in a different class. Cartman actually said that Pete Melman is in Mr. Bart's fourth grade class, so maybe, maybe, maybe it's Mr. Mark's Mr. Bart's class is where all these guys are, all these other side characters. Uh, their school mascot is the the South Park cows, of course. Of course, of course. <laughs> they uh they have a heck of a basketball team and a great dodgeball team. And a football a good football and team a, stands their yep, uh stands the lead uh leading them to victory. Yeah, their colors are black, white, and green. Uh it varies. Sometimes their uniforms look like cow print. Well, I I feel like that'd be the difference between uh home and away jerseys. Oh, maybe. okay. See, one of the reasons I really wanted to do this episode was I've always had this idea. I can't help it. I don't like write fanfics because it's a waste of time. Not because of the you lie. You, I know you wrote it. a Pokemon fanfic. Yeah, I wrote. I wrote some. I have. I wrote. I wrote a lot when I was younger. Okay, but it's a waste of time, and I don't have that time, and I can't do anything with a fanfic. But I can't help it. I have ideas sometimes. I I have always thought. Oh, no, don't be... stem yourself. There isn't that how Fifty Shades of Grey happened? What? Or was that a slash fic? I don't know. 
What is stemming yourself and what? I don't know what you're talking about. Maybe I said stemming wrong, but like don't sell yourself short. And I'm pretty sure Fifty Shades of Grey was a Twilight fanfic originally that got made into like a big thing. Oh, and she changed the character names and just deleted. And just made it about fine actually vampire about sex, replaced like, with arrogant asshole. Well, they always had an idea for a sort of spinoff that I thought would be cool. And it would it couldn't work as like a, another show. Like there shouldn't be a spinoff. It should just be South Park. But like I said, I can't help but have ideas. Maybe it'd be a cool comic. I would love that if this was a comic. Okay, like maybe a little webcomic they put out. I would fucking love if there was a comic. Uh, you know Matt and Trey wouldn't do it, but maybe one of the other writers or people that work there now. Okay, you caught me. Like, years ago, I had an idea for the first three issues of a comic called South Park Elementary. <laughs> and I never, I never drew it or wrote it out, but I had the ideas. Mm-hmm. At first, I was thinking it was about, you know, the main four boys, but the idea was that it would focus just on the kids, the kids at the school and everything. and Pay more attention to stuff the, that happens to the other guys, maybe. Maybe... Maybe do like a comic that was focusing on Bill and Foss. Well, should be about Craig and those guys. You know, Craig's group. My group. Not your group. My group. Craig Tucker's group. Uh, I'm better than Craig Tucker. Craig, the guy with the cello hat. I'm better than Craig Tucker. Um, <laughs> All I know is Craig Tucker doesn't want to do anything with uh, the main guys because they kind of attract bad things to happen and he doesn't want to get be a part of it. <laughs> well, they're they've always been kind of like their groups are kind of like rival groups. Like they're still kind of friendly yeah. with each other, but I think it was the, uh, when they got the, the ninja weapons, that was a big one. It was like yeah. Craig's group was chilling in their house and, and, uh, Cartman wanted to rub it in their face. that They got ninja weapons. The news episode, too. the news episode, a lot of, there's a lot. And, and yeah, I like when it's just subtle because that just proves they pay attention. It's not just about the plot, you know? Right. Yeah, I mean, I thought it'd be cool, a series maybe that focuses on Craig and his friends, or even just do a fucking episode. That would be cool. Do an episode that focuses on... Craig's group is Craig, Clyde, Jimmy, uh, Token, and Tweak. Even though Tweak did spend some time with uh, Cartman's group as replacement, Kenny. Yeah, he was replacement for a while, and then they kicked him out. And uh, then they chose Butters. See, that that's That's one of the things, dude. We knew they were going to make Butters the fourth the fourth kid when they yeah. killed Kenny off, and they did. Eventually, people were saying, Butters doesn't work. We don't like Butters. Fuck this. Like, And a lot of people are like, no, Butters is awesome, but we don't want him to be the fourth kid. And I think it was because it was like a weak start to that season, and they weren't really getting used to it. You know what I mean? Right, Making having him the fourth kid. Butters just be like a punching bag for Cartman. Forcing him into into that spot rather than just letting him naturally be in every story because he's fucking awesome. Right, of course. But uh, Butters could, find, could literally find his way into any story. I was always like, no, keep Butters, keep Butters. But they were like, replace him. And people were like, replace him with Tweak. That's what most people said. And some people are like, no, replace him with Craig. And some people are like, no, replace him with Clyde, Token. And they're like, Wendy, why not have it be a girl character for that reason? And like, Wendy, Timmy, so many people wanted Timmy. You know, it's weird. Wendy might have worked being Stan's girlfriend. But at the same time, you got to remember it's fourth grade. So, like, guys and girls kind of weren't, like... The all... problem is Wendy and Kyle are too similar. That's why you yes. don't see her a lot now, because That's Kyle true. is more likely to just play the role she would play in the story. That is very true. But most people were saying Tweak. And honestly, if they were going to replace him with someone other than Butters, I like that they did Tweak. I like Tweak. It was cool. I don't know. So, I don't know. Let's start with Craig and those guys. That's a good starting point. Oh, you want to start with me and the guys? No, Craig Tucker. We'll start ah, with Craig Tucker. Damn. Okay, Craig Tucker. He's he, he's a good guy. Got a nice name. 
we all know who Craig is, right? He's the kid in the blue, like, winter hat with the ears. It's like a cholo hat is what it's called, yeah. right? I didn't know it was called a cholo hat. I think so. He flips people off. He used to do that a lot. He doesn't do it much anymore. It seems like Originally, he's kind of gotten over that. they kind of made the, the line that uh, the parents thought he was a bad influence on their kids. Yeah, he was, uh, he was the troublemaker. He was supposed Cartman to be the biggest troublemaker. troublemaker in class. He gets into a lot of trouble, but clearly Cartman's a bigger troublemaker than he is. But... Yeah, for real. Cartman's just a terrible human being. Uh, he's probably one of the worst in the world and the biggest socio deranged, delusional so- uh, sociopath. <laughs> Craig's just really cynical, kind of really stoic. I would say detached. a little more pragmatic than cynical. He's he's got a kind of dark, dry personality. Too, True, though you know, like he's like. I don't know. Uh, before we had really seen him like talk, he was always seen sitting outside Mr. Mackey's right, office. So you just assumed he was a troublemaker too. So and in the movie, um, before it cuts into Mr. Mackey's office, you see the shot outside the door, and he's sitting there, and he's just like, <sighs> like just yeah, sighs. this again. And as a really attentive fan, like I said, who liked the background characters, I noticed that and was like, oh, that's awesome. Right, right. I'm pretty sure Tweak versus Craig was one of the first episodes after the movie. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was. So Please, like- if it wasn't, please correct him. Hey guys, Nathan from the future here. That episode actually aired on June 23rd, 1999, exactly one week before the movie premiered in theaters. So, hey, I was close. Know it all, Nathan. Uh, He's actually the tallest of the fourth graders. uh, And he, if you look, he legitimately has longer legs in his character design. And his parents are also both taller than most adults in South Park. Oh, that's that's interesting. Tall folks. He's got black hair under his hat, in case you didn't see the lice episode. He also has a pet guinea pig named Stripe. And he has a baby sister with orange pigtails. Oh my god, a pet guinea pig named Stripe? Was that any foreshadowing to him being the conqueror of the guinea pigs? Isn't that crazy? That, oh my god, yeah. Because that was in the early episode. Cartman used it as bait. He was like, Tweak said you shove him up your ass at night or something. Yeah, there was a whole thing with like, they were mocking the Richard Gere incident. Supposedly he had done something with a gerbil ling. Oh. Or was that the Mr. Slave episode? Maybe that was. Uh, Anyways, Craig, great name. Then there's Clyde. Uh, You know, the he's the kid with the brown hair, the red jacket. Uh, yeah, he's the one that had the lice originally, or at least the lice that the episode focused on. In that episode, yeah. Uh, his name's Clyde Donovan. He was formerly known as Clyde Goodman and then mentioned as Clyde Harris once, uh, but I don't know. Does that mean that he's just taking his divorced mom's stepdad's new name <laughs> or what? Right? Maybe that's a good uh, in-universe sto- in explanation. But names change so much. I mean, we'll right. get into that. that's true. Uh, his birthday's April 10th. Um, his mom was Dutch, so he's kind of of Dutch ancestry. Uh, dude, did you know... They mentioned it in an episode, but it was like an offhand thing that I didn't really pay too much attention to, and I kind of forgot. But he had a colostomy when he was five. And oh, I thought you were gonna say that he only had one testicle. The, I think that was just a rumor the kids were spreading to, yeah. you know, tell yeah, news that stories. That bastard Kyle, he's. But I mean, in Let's Go Tower Defense play, his superpower is to throw his colostomy bag. That's and, just beautiful. Like, yeah, it's 
It's pretty disgusting. Uh, he seems to have some uh, sort of ongoing attraction between him and baby Stevens. They've dated at times, and that's probably a thing. Maybe it's because she likes the second fattest kid in the class. Yeah, he's been designated as the second fattest kid in the class. He's Which, behind not Cartman, kind of makes but... you... Yeah, behind Cartman, that like you might as well call yourself the fattest kid in the class because nobody's as fat as Cartman. <laughs> Uh, he's really not all that smart. He's kind of into himself. Actual Facebook status update, not from the game, but uh, from <laughs> uh, from one man, of the episodes. If you look close in the background, he says, uh, I'm the man and you're not. That's pretty funny. Well, he has reason to as well. He was uh, kind of the cutest kid in school. Well, that was all just a ruse. I know. So what was it? So Bebe could get free shoes? Yeah. Who was number one? I think Kyle was number No, Kyle wasn't number one. Who was number one? I don't remember. Well, no, they made Clyde number one so she could get yeah. free shoes. But who was the real number one, you mean? Yeah. It couldn't have been Kyle. I don't remember. Yeah, it wasn't Kyle. I don't remember. But yeah, it was just because his dad owns Ike. a shoe store. <laughs> he said his dad was a geologist, but I thought Randy was the only geologist in South Park. Well, somebody know. else works at his office. Then I mean, again, yeah. There were... you, you saw a bunch of other guys working there at uh, in the World of Warcraft episode. Yeah, true. Uh, he's also like, I mean, obviously not quite as much as Kenny, but a little bit more than most of the, the boys. He's into girls and, you know, I thought you were going to say Playboy poor. magazines and interested in sex and stuff. Wait, when you, yeah, when you, uh, no, no, Kenny, yeah. I thought you were Kenny's, going the poor Kenny's angle. a pervert. And yes, yeah, Kenny is a, a pervert. He's not necessarily a pervert, but he's into girls a little. He also more, cheeses his more. fucking balls off. And, uh. He's he's athletic though. He's played basketball, soccer, and football for the school. You've also, if you notice, there's a lot of times where he ends up crying, which is interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, it's rumored that he's also like the biggest crybaby in the class, right? It's it's funny. I was actually just recently watching the Pirates episode, and he was the only one that started crying <laughs> out of out of the people that ended up getting kidnapped by the Somalian pirates. He's not as cool as he thinks he is. <laughs> he's a crybaby. So are we even going to touch on his amazing superhero handle? Yeah, his superhero identity. Mosquito. Yeah. Mosquito. That a little better? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, he, it's so funny. Like He's like, you know, a superhero might have a utility belt. He has ketchup packets lining a utility belt. <laughs> Why? I think for blood. I don't know. <laughs> he has a sister that we haven't seen yet. And he inadvertently killed his own mother when he left the toilet seat up. Oh, Sister Donovan. Ah, yes. His... <laughs> You're a step behind. Oh, I remember. Was... Oh, God, he killed his own mother. <laughs> That's way more interesting than the first thing. <laughs> yeah, for real. He's probably Craig's best friend. I think that's probably a fa uh, safe bet. And in Stick of Truth, here it is. Here's the spoiler. Uh, he commanded an army of Nazi zombies that but he why, created. Clyde, why, Why? Using the goo from the crashed UFO. And he even revived Chef as a Nazi zombie. And you had to kill Chef. Zombie Chef. The next member of Craig's group is... Another... The next member of Craig's group is... Jimmy Volner, everybody. Yeah, Jimmy Vollmer was previously known as Jimmy Swanson. Um, dude, another thing from the fucking message boards. I can't remember how many little gags I picked up on, but like, I know they were listening, dude. Lots like, of gags. We, uh, they called him Jimmy Swanson, then they called him Jimmy Vollmer. And on the message boards, we blew up. We're like, what's his real last name? Is it Vollmer or Swanson? Briel, Briel, Briel. Tell us, ask Brielle, them. Briel, Briel, ask them. 
Um, I'm going to call her Brielle. It doesn't matter. She was an artist. She had a website for like her art. I wonder whatever happened to her. Um, I swear Matt and Trey used to reference it, dude. Like, uh, But we were debating what his last name was, and then this episode comes out like a week or two later where Cartman is like, Jimmy, we're like best friends. Come on. He's like trying to convince him to do something. And Jimmy's like, well, if we're really best friends, what's my last name then? And Cartman's uh, like, I, uh, uh, and I was just uh, like, dude, great. that has to be a right. You know what she I mean? She had to have asked them and they were like, ah, we got it. We right? got you guys. That had to have been a fucking thing. Like, we, I was like, no way. There were other ones. I don't remember them all. But yeah, Jimmy's fucking cool. Uh, That's hilarious. Jimmy's, of course, the kid on uh, crutches. He's got comedian, he's huh? Super comedian, optimistic huh? despite suffering from cerebral palsy. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, uh, he loves comedy, wants to do stand up comedy. He also to... loves to sing. He's a natural born performer. As you can tell, those who have played the game, he's the bard, of course. It's so cool, too. Like, South Park's been commended for, like, it's portrayal of, like, handicapped people, for example. Well, yeah, like, they're just, they're just characters. Jimmy and Timmy. Like, for real, they're like, at first they're like, oh, how dare you do it? Well, like, these are two people that are loving life and they're not being bullied, too. And they're, on yeah, top of that. they're just characters. It's they're the just the plot lines rarely have to do with them being handicapped. But well, it's except like, for the uh, Handicap Olympics Yeah, but one that's and, what I'm uh, saying. There are some, but there's been plot lines that have to do with Stan being white. That doesn't mean that right, every episode right. you see him in is about, oh, Stan's a white guy. Every episode you see Token in isn't about him being a black guy. You know what Even I mean? Even though it's, his name kind of makes it seem Mr. like Mr. Slave. They've had Mr. Slave right. in episodes that have nothing to do with him being gay, uh, and he's just a character. <laughs> you were going to say a slave. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jimmy's father, Ryan Vollmer, is the chief of the fire department. It's fucked up, though. His parents think that they were uh, they're being punished. Oh, for yeah. That's so that's so like handicapped people in high school. They were bad people in high school. Yeah, they made fun of the handicapped. Horrible and they parents. Got blessed with. A, they were. Yeah, they were. They were. They're being punished by having such a fucking positive, uh, uplifting kid and like who uh, is who is hardworking and like well spoken and does uh, not proactive. Let that's the word I'm looking for. Proactive yeah. is a good one. Yeah, proactive, not reactive. That's what one of my managers yeah. always says. How, God, it must suck to have a fucking kid that, that's really, really charismatic, that people like, that's going to go somewhere. That doesn't let his stutter get him down or, you know, deter him from the fact that he wants to be somebody that speaks for a living. One interesting thing, too, is he's never seen at the church, but he's mentioned going to church. So he may be one of the only Protestants, i.e. non-Catholics in town. Oh, because he's not at the South Park church Most there. Most people in is. South Park are Roman Catholic. Most Interesting. Of them. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Then we move on to Token. Token Black, originally known as Token Williams. He's voiced by Adrian Beard. He's one of the only like recurring characters, uh, especially one of the only recurring kids that's not voiced by Matt or Trey, you know, excluding the female kids. Uh, his birthday is June 20th, just passed. Happy birthday, Token. You're still Happy the same age. Token. <laughs> He is one of the rich kids of South Park. The richest kid in South Park. Pretty much the only rich kid in South Park. Yep, except for when all the rich neighbors started moving in and yeah, then they, they got left. them to move out. Yeah. He's also a straight-A student, one of the smartest kids in class. Uh, he plays the bass guitar, and he can sing exceptionally well. He can. Didn't, uh, didn't the boys try to become his agent? Yeah. 
I think yeah, so. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, he did Cartman's uh, Christian rock band. Too, he was the right? bass player yeah. in the in the Christian rock band. Dude, there was a white token in the class in the early seasons. Did you ever notice him? No, it's really weird. It's really fucking weird. You, you it's just I've... like the hired animators getting lazy. Like, uh, you know. okay. You know what I've <laughs> uh, come to realize recently is that like it's been so long since I've seen the first four or five seasons of that show that I need to get it's cool to early know, South Park is a whole it. different entity it is a whole different world it's so cool like to watch it it's weird it's it's 90s it's very 90s like what's basically what I can get my hands on right now versus like what I own and stuff is is like season eight or nine and up so yeah I would love to try it. Look to, it up online, dude. To. They're only, yeah, they're, no. they're all they're all on. Uh, only for uh, another like month or so. Really? It, yeah, it's all going over to Hulu. And, oh no! Uh, from that that's, point on, that's pay. That's paid grounds right there. They're gonna have like twenty five episodes or something up on the official site. Random episodes at any given time. But when the new episodes air, they'll still like have the new episode up the next day. Good to know. I'm definitely going like that, over yeah. to. Uh, What's the site? South Park Studios, SP Studios. Yeah, well, that's the official. The... That's the official website. South but that's Park where Studios, they have yeah. the, their whole archive of episodes yes. listed. And you've where only you can got watch about a month. For free. They're missing a couple, like the ones that have Muhammad, and uh, so they're missing two hundred one and two hundred. They're missing Super Best Friends. Isn't that the one where you learn who Carmen's real one. dad is? Yes. Yes. Both those episodes, that was a two-parter. And Jesus and the Super Best Friends, the one with David Blaine, because Muhammad's in it. They didn't even notice. It was so long ago. That was out for so long, and all these people were protesting about South Park. They're going to show Muhammad. They didn't even notice. Did you guys realize that we already showed Muhammad like years ago? (laughs) I feel like Matt and Trey forgot, and they were like, oh, shit, we already did show Muhammad. Like, what is up your butts, guys? Get them out your butts. So... Back to Token, um, his superhero identity, Tupperware. He was the Tupperware man, man, yeah. man, man. And lastly, the final member of Craig's group is Tweak, who has Tweak, Tweak. ADHD Tweak, and he may or may not. We're pretty sure it's the coffee that he takes. He might have um, ADHD and the coffee makes it worse, or he might not have it at all. I don't know. I, I'm um, down for either explanation. His parents own a coffee shop and they say that the coffee calms him down. And I am not 100% sure if this is true or not. I do know somebody who had stepchildren that were ADHD. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was supposedly the thing the doctors had told them that caffeine gives the adverse effect to ADHD kids the same way that, you know, Ritalin works with ADHD kids. Okay. Supposedly, frankly, I've seen the kid before and I don't think it's helping. <laughs> Just going to say that. Yeah, he's – but Tweak is clearly addicted to coffee. Drinks it all the time. He's got anxiety. Too much pressure. Anxiety, paranoia. He's got constant, like, jittery muscle spasms. Uh, yeah, the coffee, too. It's another spoiler alert if you haven't gotten this far in the fucking stick of truth, but there's meth in the fucking coffee at Tweak Bros Coffee. Oh, yeah. That's, that's crazy. The secret ingredient. They went to uh, – yeah, they went to – Behind Kenny's house to the tenants there. Like to, Kenny's neighbors, yeah. Or, oh, no, they were renting out the garage or something, garage. right? Yeah. I, I did make it that far <laughs> in the game. So that's that's Craig's group. Craig and those guys, as Cartman calls them. So, other than uh, Craig and the guys, you also have Timmy. Tip, tip, Timmy. Timmy Birch. Such an awesome character. That's his full name, Timmy Birch. Timmy Birch. Birch. That is, that, yep. 
You're right. He suffers from, and this is a quote unquote from the website, a strange combination of palsy and Tourette's. That's true. (laughs) And he has a pet turkey. Gobbles. I actually forgot about that. Thank you for reminding me. That's awesome. Gobbles. He was a physically handicapped turkey that Timmy and him just fell in love with. Uh, How could you not? I mean, it's like it's like going to the shelter, seeing the dog with with uh, three legs, and not taking him home. You can't, you can't not take that dog home. <laughs> the guy's like, just so you know, you're a bad person if you don't pick this dog. The guy for real, you for real, and you're like, excuse me. Oh, I said uh, Aretha Franklin. <laughs> Aretha Franklin, you can't sit there. Oh man, for real, you're like, I gotta go. What? I'm a bad person if I don't take this three legged dog home. But I wanted a cat. <laughs> I came in to have my dog checked up. I thought this was the vet. Checked up. No, this is the kill shelter. Oh, God. <laughs> I have to take the dog now. <laughs> That's when you woke up and... Your dog's, oh, no, no, no. Your That's dog's when... already been placed on the conveyor belt, ma'am. You do this on a conveyor belt. <laughs> That's when you look down, you realize you're naked, and then you wake up. <laughs> Terrible nightmare, man. Oh, my goodness. Your dog's on the I just got that. Holy shit. They're like my dog. On a conveyor belt. It's going right into Champ's mouth. Oh, man. Uh, Timmy's superhero identity. Uh, It's Iron Maiden. Yeah. Wow. That was an excellent, excellent uh, hint there. Well, that was the Iron Man, wasn't it, though? But it's that still was an Iron Maiden song. It is an Iron Maiden song? Oh, okay. It's Black Sabbath. Yeah, I was about wow. to say it because I thought it was Ozzy, yeah. No, it's Black Sabbath. Oh, wow. I hate... That's okay. I'm the I'm one like... who made the mistake originally. Right, okay. All right, I lose. That's minus one music geek cred to me. Yay. Well, technically, I get I lose half a point because I went along with it and didn't immediately correct you. Uh, we were also just talking about Token. There's Token's girlfriend, Nicole, who... They may or may not still be together. Who knows? But I just choose to assume they are. Nicole. Uh, she was the black girl with buns in her hair, yellow okay. like, collared jacket. She came to school and she had a crush on Kyle, but Cartman pressured Cartman her and, and Token the, to get yeah, together. Yeah, Cupid. But it turns out her and Token got to got along really well anyway. And, uh, you know, it, it, we're not going to spoil the episode because, oh, God, no. We're only going to spoil big spoilers. But Only big spoilers, not small spoilers? We're not going to spoil the episode because it would be a waste of time going through the whole plot of that episode. Oh, but, true, true. But Token probably still has a girlfriend named Nicole. Also, in the fourth grade, there is Scott Malkinson. He has Scott diabetes. Scott Malkinson. I love that character. He's not very cool. I love him. Yeah, he's the freckled kid. He's got diabetes and a lisp. Yeah. Uh, he's good friends with Butters. Cartman makes fun of him all the time. Isn't he the – he's the merchant. In the game, in the video game, yeah, yeah, I, that I was. Loved it. I loved how they he's like in the game. He has a, characters, a yeah. place. He's like the background character that they just made up out of nowhere, and uh, he has a place. Though they reference him, he comes up every once in a while. It's he even so was cool. like one of the guys in one of the episodes, or a and few again, of the episodes actually. Yeah, the kid gets made fun of by Cartman, but like, who cares? It's just another kid in the class. Everybody kid gets got made diabetes. fun of by Cart- Cartman yeah, for Cartman's some reason. Cartman's a dick. Cartman would do that. Yeah, he would make fun of the kid with diabetes. I mean, he makes fun of Kyle for being Jewish. 
And it's Why probably not, think it's probably not just because he has diabetes, but it's because he has a lisp and diabetes. And yeah. Cartman is stupid, so he probably just associates it, and he's like, oh, that's the kid with diabetes. He talks like that because he has <laughs> yeah, diabetes. Yeah, for real. You know? That is, I do see that. I love Scott Malkinson. <clears throat> I think he's a cool character. Scott Malkinson is an amazing character, yeah. You know who I always liked as a background character? Dog Poo. Dog Poo? The pig he, pen ripoff? Yeah, Dog Poo Patuski is his name. Well, he was originally called Dirt in the storyboards, which I honestly always thought was a better name. That's what I got accustomed to calling him, and then they showed his name in that one episode where they were voting for their new friend. That was oh, the yeah. first time you heard him talk, and they showed his name, and I was like, oh, man, dog poo. I don't know. Who names their kid well, dog poo? I was about to say, who names their kid Dirt? Then I'm like, well, they did choose dog poo. <laughs> and I feel right? like that's more of a nickname given to him. That's not like his legit I don't know. Government Supposedly, name that's his dog name, Dog Poo Patuski. This is South Park. This is South Park. The, the parents tend to do dumb things. You can see him in the unaired pilot, which is like an extended version of the anal probe episode, uh, rolling around in either dog poo or mud while Token watches. And <laughs> to- Token's just <laughs> watching. Token's actually throwing dollars at him. <laughs> He's like, yes, roll around make in that. It I rain. make it rain for you. Uh, he was also on the mentally handicapped bus in the first season, even though he's not mentally handicapped. Well, you have to have something wrong up there in order to just roll around dog poo. <laughs> Jason. Jason's the kid with the receding hairline. He's got brown hair. Um, he's based on Matt and Trey's friend, Jason McHugh. Do you know who I'm talking about? Uh, he was in Cannibal. Yes. Not Jason McHugh, but I meant Jason the Kid. Do you know? Oh. Okay, but you know. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah he, I do you know who Jason McHugh is. Well, he produced is. Cannibal, yeah. He produced he in, it and he was in, or, in it. Orgasmo. Well, Jason the Kid appears to be best friends with Kevin Stoley. Uh, Ooh. Do you know who Kevin Stoley is? Uh, he's the, the Star Wars fan. Yes. Um, he's, the, he's a Chinese-American kid. He's got a sky blue shirt, black hair. He's another background character that's been there since day one. And first... Mr. Garrison referred to him as Casey, and he responded. And then later, he was referred to as Kevin. So initially, us fans were like, maybe his name's Kevin C. Is it Casey or Kevin? Brielle, tell us. But do you get that, though? Like, Casey, Kevin C, like something, you know? Uh, I don't know. Also, we had the last name Brooks at one point. Oh, why? I I get it now. Why he would would answer to Casey, like K period, C period. Yeah, Casey, Casey. Not Casey like my dog. He was called Sky in the original scripts because he has, like, the sky blue shirt. And, yeah, he's obsessed with Star Wars. He also likes Star Trek. That's what he references in the video game. Right. And uh, that's the costume he wears. So, basically, it's just like he's he's the sci-fi nerd. Supposedly, of, of it really school. annoys the other kids. Yeah. Um, uh, I was just actually just recently watching the Pirates episode. Yeah. And uh, he was one of Cartman's crew that went there. And like instead for his weapon, he pulls out his his lightsaber, yeah. <laughs> a lightsaber, and then like Carver's just like, ah, oh, god damn it, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Matt and Trey have described him as always ruining the show for the other characters. Makes sense. Also, there is Dougie, who you may know him as Butter's best friend. Well, best friend or just general disarray. <laughs> Well, he's yes, he's also that's his supervillain identity as Butter's supervillain sidekick. He rivals me in Simpsons knowledge. That's Butters, for sure. Butters, Butters would probably say Cartman's his best friend. Well, yeah. his best friend's Eric. No, his best friend is Awesome O Five Thousand. <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course, it's Awesome. Who happens to be Cartman? 
Yeah, Dougie's a second grader. Like, at least he used to be Butters' best friend, at least before he started hanging out with the main boys, which it's funny because Butters hangs out with the second grader. Yeah, anyway. I think that is pretty funny. I was actually just going to make a comment on that. Like, it would be out of the fourth graders, it would be Butters that hung out with the second grader. Yeah. Of course, the fucking goth kids, Craig. I fucking love the goth kids. Oh, they my got God. their own episode last season. I was so happy that they got their own ep- episode, and it parodied horror movies. like And the, the theme, yes. too, which was the, they had their own version of the theme. Yes, Super of course. Gothified. Oh, my God. I actually ju- I forgot about that until you just sparked that in my memory. Yeah, it was That great. was such a good theme. Uh, I feel like uh, they announced it and, and leaked that online before the episode happened, and I watched it like oh, I didn't see a it. bunch of times before the episode even came out. Well, there's Michael. He's the oldest one. He's actually in fifth grade. And he's the vocalist in their band. He's the one with the curly hair and the big nose. He walks with a cane. Yes. Yes. He's, I feel like he's the ringleader of the group. Yeah, probably. Because he's the older one. He's the one they all look up to and emulate, I'm sure. He was the, probably the first one to dress <sighs> goth. Stupid conformists. <laughs> uh, Pete is the fourth grader. Black, red hair. Pock marks, apparently. I actually would have... Well, you can see them. You just don't have a high enough resolution on your television. Yeah. <laughs> he plays bass in their band. I, f- I feel like out of all, he would have been the one that most resembled in quote unquote emo kid. Yeah. Instead of a goth I mean, kid. He's, oh, he's always yeah. He's always his flipping his hair. hair back. Yeah. I mean, I think he's the one who's most likely in it to be cool. Right. I mean, to some cool. extent, everyone's in it to be cool. And don't take this offensively if you're like i'm a goth and i'm not gonna be cool if, at the very least you're in it to be cool to yourself oh at the very least i thought we were just talking about the south park kids no but i mean in general <laughs> like if you're dressing a certain way at the very least you're dressing that way to be cool to yourself you, yeah you think even that if you this don't give a fuck cool. what other people think and i'm not because you think this is cool yeah who cares exactly. if it's a freaking you know you're dressed up like jim carrey in the mental asylum and uh, ace ventura yeah you and th- that's if you cool. think it's and that's cool, cool. There's nothing then wrong you're with doing just you. in the way you think you're it's cool. being yeah, a nonconformist totally. and you think being a nonconformist is cool. But Pete, I think, probably did it to be cool, like for other people to see him as a goth and be like, right. oh, that guy's goth. And he's like, yeah. Although yes. I know the way they play it is that they all do. But you know what I mean? Like I said, we just went through this conversation literally two seconds ago. The anyway, best is coffee. There's the youngest member of the goth kids, Ferkel. 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 He's, yeah, he's a in kindergarten. He, he's, oh, he's so adorable. He is. He's, he's oh, aren't you Ike's friend? You look, you look like Ike, but a goth version of Ike. And Henrietta. Henrietta Biggle is her full name. Henrietta she plays keyboard Biggle. in their band. I'm so, like, we learned a lot about her in that uh, goth kids episode. Yeah. We really did. She's certainly hates her brother, Bradley. Bradley Biggle. She hates her whole family. Oh, her whole family. She, sure. She hates everything. And besides the goth kids, there's Mike Makowski and the vampire kids. Can't forget about them. Oh, those poser vampire kids? <laughs> sure. <laughs> we are not vamps. Oh, God. So they're not vamping? Did you hear about this? Your teens are vamping now, which oh, means staying not- up all night. St- oh, your teens are trying to stay up all night. That's vamping. That's I funny. They've been they doing that forever. Blood, right? Like, Jesus They're vamping. Christ. They're staying up all night. You you really like I when I stayed up all night as a kid I wasn't calling it vamping I was calling it oh my god it's the weekend and I don't have to wake up in the morning is that really what they're doing they're they're saying well at least what the the news is sensationalizing yeah about it's it. pretty ridiculous they're I, I why saw didn't the they article. have a cool thing for bed bugging 
Like, well, I saw the article and I'm like, vamping. Oh, God, they must be drinking blood or something. Stay. Get the, f- the fuck out of here. Honestly, I'm more concerned about the college kids that are lighting themselves on fire because they think it'll be a grapevine. <laughs> so let's look at Henrietta's brother, Bradley. Bradley Biggle, a.k.a. Oh, yeah. Mintberry Crunch. Mintberry Crunch. Original name, Gokzara. <laughs> That's what it was, wasn't it? Yeah, uh... <laughs> He's got a blonde bowl cut. He's a background character and has been for a long time. He debuted as part yeah. of a Getting Gay with Kids choir and has been in their class. Yeah, that's true, since though. Then. The Rainforest episode, right? Yeah. And apparently he's an alien from a distant planet with the power of mint and berries, Who yet knew? with a tasty, satisfying crunch. Who freaking knew? So the question is is now Henrietta and her parents both, are they all aliens? Or no, there's a doctor. Was the family, alien. I'm sure. Okay, so the alien's kind of like. He was the one that was sent there. So do the parents know that, uh, that he's adopted? No, I don't. Well, they know that he's adopted, I'm sure. I don't know. I don't they know. They don't know Who that knows? he's like basically a Kal-El. They didn't know that he was an alien. But yeah, he can uh, transform into Mintberry Crunch by spinning around and yelling, Shablagoo! Shablagoo! I wish that would happen to me. It didn't work. Yeah, it didn't work. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, but he also has the power to generate mint and or berries um, to fly. <laughs> well, that's good. He has super strength. He can make force fields and the power of teleportation. I just I just want to ask you, in that episode, were you expecting it to were, – were you, like me, expecting it to be Kenny? Like Mysterion, I mean? Uh, I uh, the more the I mean it was there like were three episodes. It yeah, it was building it the up to be longer Styrian they went. The it one. made it more and more obvious. Obviously, you you should have figured it out before they revealed it. You know course, what I mean? But but uh or no 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 you yeah no the way they revealed it he's like whoa Kenny calm down and like you're like okay yeah. it's Kenny awesome but like oh no 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 I'm talking about the, uh I'm talking about like the Mysterion, you said. I did say Mysterion, but I'm talking about like the one with true power. It's not being Mysterion, being Mintberry Crunch. Oh, you know, I thought the one you meant that was truly Mysterion an alien. being Kenny. Okay, but yeah, I no, I figured I, I figured that I did, out by the end of the second episode. That it was I didn't Kenny. see that coming, but I, that was awesome. Well, what I liked was the way you figured out who was who was process of elimination, like the way they they steadily revealed who was who, and like yeah, well, you were like, wow, how did I not notice that was. That was Timmy as Iron Maiden. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Nope, Timmy's not Mysterion, I guess. Honestly, at first I thought it was Clyde. Or no, Myst- Craig. I thought it was Craig. Mysterion? Yeah. Oh, wow. In the, like in the very beginning. I don't know why. I just had the feeling it was Craig. Well, you remember, first there was the Coon episode. Yeah. And then there was the Coon 2, and that trilogy was like a couple years later. Right, with the Cthulhu so, and at the, the end BP of the- oil spill. At the end of the Coon episode, he revealed his face, but we just couldn't tell the difference because our right. TVs aren't high definition enough. So t- to us, it just looked like every other kid. It was in one South of the Park. other kids in South Park, and everyone else was like, "Oh!" And Cartman said, "You," and he's like, "I he said, said it was you too." I knew it was you, so we yeah. were like, "We can limit it down to the people that Cartman said." Craig when he Kenny. was like, "Are you Craig? You're Kenny, aren't you?" No, I knew you were Kenny. Yeah. Come on, Stan, cut it out! Like, and he did that whole thing. And we were yeah. like, "Okay, so he's one of them, but he's clearly not." This person, because that's this guy. Well, I knew guy. it wasn't He's Stan. Not this person, because that's this guy. Can't be Kyle, because he visited Kyle. You know, and like we were like, so we have these four characters. Or but it something. it did make sense it being Kenny because it was the one voice you really didn't recognize 
out of the other classmates. Right. Well, you know who voiced Kenny originally? In, uh, well, Matt Stone always voiced him when you hear his muffled voice. Yeah. But in the movie, do you know who voiced him when he takes his hood off and says, goodbye, you guys? No. Mike Judge? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mike Judge? Yeah. Creator I feel like I feel like that was one of those things where I'm like, I would never have guessed it in a million years, but that rings a bell in my mind now that you say that. Speaking of Beavis and Butthead, do you remember Terrence and Bill and Fosse? Hmm, Terrence and Bill and Fosse, they're the ones that are calling every... <laughs> That's gay. Gay. That's gay. gay. <laughs> they're they're kind of like Beavis and Butthead, you know? They're, yeah, yeah. They're Terrence's stooges. Terrence Mephesto was... Dr. Mephesto's kid. Yeah, and when they were going to clone, he's got like... He wears like suspenders and a tie. And I don't know if you've ever paid enough attention and noticed, but... Bill and Fosse also kind of dress like that, even though they're clearly like, <laughs> like really stupid. Yeah. Really. But like they're trying to emulate his style. Like fucking Fosse has suspenders. He's the one that's like kind of like pig pen hair, like kind of balding. Yeah. And Bill has a hairstyle similar to Terrence's. They both like it seems like they dress really nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Terrence is all um, like he's got a bow tie and suspenders and he's all like, yeah, I'm cooler than everybody else. I'm better than everybody else. I know that they are based on Beavis and Butthead, like similar or whatever. But for some reason, I can't get over the fact wanting to like think it's similar to uh, Mad Hatter and then Tweedledee and Tweedledum in Batman villains. Okay. Those Batman villains. Okay. I don't know. For some reason, I can just correlate them together. I know there's <laughs> no true guy. reason for it. <laughs> Batman's guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Batman's so guy. <laughs> yeah, Fairpoint's guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so guy. So let's take a look at another one of the cliques, the popular girls. Oh, yeah, Baby and the girls. And Wendy. And, and Wendy. And, uh, yeah, Baby and Wendy are the two biggest, uh, most prominent members. Uh, not biggest like Clyde the fucking well, I mean, badass Clyde Donovan. Baby's boobs did destroy society for a little bit. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, who are we looking at first, Wendy or Bebe? Why not Bebe? Okay, let's look at Bebe. That's, uh, that's, I mean, I already mentioned her boobs, so why not? <laughs> she, she's Wendy's best friend. Her mom's like the stereotypical bimbo and kind of like encourages her daughter to be the same way, but she's yeah. always been like, no, I want to like, I want to get a career and do that. I don't want to just. She have wants life to rely on her me. brain, and there's and there's. Boom, there's Matt and Trey again, like, breaking down stereotypes and shit. Because at the same time, too, she's not just some positive, productive fucking person. No one in South Park is, really. Right, right. A few people are. Token's not bad. Wendy is um, a positive, productive person. Wendy has Wendy has a little bit of negative side. Not a lot of characters don't have much of a negative side. I've, I don't think I've never seen a negative side to Token. I've never seen a negative side to Timmy. Well, no, I yes, I have. Yes, I have. Yeah, when he got um, jealous of Jimmy, right? To dog poo because he's a background character. No, um, there's probably one or two other characters, but for the most part, everyone in South Park has a bad side. But that's funny that the only one I can think of is Token. For somebody that's been pretty much chill and cool and level-headed and rational throughout the whole series. Yeah, come to think of it. Bebe has killed Kenny twice. Really? I know she shot him once. Yeah, she meant to shoot Wendy. But yeah. Wendy, though, I, I wish they would use more of Wendy, but I totally get why it's hard to feature her in an episode when Kyle could just as easily play whatever role yeah, her personality would use. Kyle serve. is like... 
the male version of Wendy. Yeah, whether it's <laughs> supposed to be like someone for Stan to confide in or anything, or whether it's supposed or the to voice be like reason. The, yeah, the conscientious social. Oh my advocate. god! I do want to mention one of the last. Maybe I think it was the season finale to this past season, the one where she finally gave in and conformed to Photoshop. Like that was heartbreaking. That's that, how it just ended, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, and it wait, just ended that way. Is this You're like, a two-parter? Yeah. No, it's not. Oh wow. Because like, and I feel like there was a, a strict message to that. To like, this is what's happening to society in real life. You know, like like women with so much promise and you know are being objectified like that and are finally conforming to, well, fine, fine, whatever. This is the way society is. I'm going to go with it. And I respect a, from a storytelling perspective, something that doesn't just, you know, things don't have to end the way things always yes. have to end. That should they just end They don't have it. to end positive. Like, they don't have to end actually with a concrete thing. Yeah. You know, they just, it, d- it doesn't necessarily even have a point. I don't think it was just like, yeah. bam, this is the ending of the episode. Yeah. It ended like a Coen brothers movie. Yeah. Just ended and not necessarily positive probably more negative like a lot of people were pissed off at the end of that episode uh i applauded them for it yeah i love you know, that they took a lot of balls on their part to do to end it like that it's artsy it's artistic the show ain't just fart jokes people. it isn't it really isn't and that's what bothers me so much about people that like don't like it and they think they're above animation or above that kind of humor like ugh. It's just rude humor. No, I prefer point. Family Guy. The, yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, ugh. Uh, okay. As a Family Guy fan, even I would say, ugh. <laughs> so that. No, th- these are the same people that would uh, that think Family Guy is abhorrent. And, but Family Guy can be abhorrent. I mean, there, there's a huge difference between South Park and Family Guy. South Park definitely is a lot more um, on an intellectual level. Absolutely. On a morality level, they always, almost always, have a morality point to get across, or not just morality, but not even just, but just yeah. like a, a point on social issues and stuff. Like they talk to you, and you sometimes don't even realize that they're doing that. You just think they're being funny. You just think it's a comedy. You just think it's fart jokes, but it's not. It's way more than that. And I think that's one of my favorite things about South Park in general. Absolutely. Boom! Rant over. So we're still Mike in the dropped. popular girls click. Uh, oh, yeah. I want to take a look at not the only popular girls. No, let's take a look at two of uh, my favorite former background characters, which are still kind of background characters, but have had a little bit more prominence since the early days. Uh, Heidi? No, actually. Oh. We'll get, we'll, we'll, we'll get to the Heidi. No. Oh. Um, Should I stop like going ahead? Probably. <laughs> Fuck it. Well, fine. Heidi and Lola. Heidi Turner. She's got long brown hair, a bright green jacket with like a dark red collar. She's got dark red gloves. Uh, yeah. Lola, she's got bl- she's got brown hair, a dark green headband, dark green shirt and pants. That's about all there is to say yeah, about them. Yeah, I was going to say, what else do you have to say about them? Because they're just like background characters. Yeah, I was like, he said it. There's no reason to bring them up twice. Let's just no get reason. it out Let's of the way. Do it. Okay, continue. Yeah, they're also popular girls. Um Fuck, while we're talking about popular girls that there's nothing to say about, Millie Neal, light orange pigtails, blue shirt, southern oh, accent. Oh, you shut your mouth. I'm kidding. Uh, but she's Flora's older sister, which is why I call her Millie Neal, because that's Flora's name. Flora Neal? Yeah. Uh, Flora, you know, she's undecided, the undecided yeah, kindergartner. Yeah, she's 
There's Sally Elections. Turner. Sally Turner has been mentioned more than she's actually like spoken. And you you've seen her in the background a lot. Uh, red hair with a pink beret. The hair's kind of like pulled back a little bit. You know, like no. re, you know, yeah, not pulled back in a ponytail, but a little bit behind her ears and then down or something. Uh, dark blue sweater with like a pink pouch, pink gloves. Um, Esther, Esther's got like long black hair, okay. blue jacket with pink trim. She seems to be best friends with Heidi Turner. I think they're always around, hanging so? around together. Yeah, that's all you really have to say about them. But besides Wendy and Bebe, I think the other two most important characters to the popular girl group are Annie and Red. Um, Annie okay. Nelson, we'll look at her first. She was originally assumed to be named Jordan. There was an earlier episode where her and Butters were out. I think it was the dodgeball episode. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. it was like, Jordan, Swanson, move. So we were like, oh, that's Jordan and that's Swanson, like called Butters Swanson for a long time. Of course. Um, and not then, Stotch. Right. Not uh, Leopold, Leopold Stotch, Stotch is actually his name. But Jim Swanson was what we thought his name was for a long time. I don't remember where the Jim comes from. Hmm. But no, her name wasn't Jordan. It's Annie, apparently. She and Red are often seen together. I think it's assumed to be that they're best friends, too, you know. Okay. Red, also known as Rebecca, but we called her Red. That was her name in the storyboards, and that was her fan name. Like, that was a coincidence. We called her Red before we knew about, like, the storyboard name. Pretty fucking cool. Uh, Long red hair, dark blue clothes. You know who she is, right? She's also been there since, like, episode one. Been there since day one, son. She very possibly might be the most popular girl at the school. Think so? It's very possible. Hmm. She's seen with all sorts of fucking friends. She's she's really confrontational. She's got that kind of archetype going for her, which sucks too because before I knew that about her when she was just a background character, I'm like, yo, she's probably mad cool. I'd make all these assumptions about I the I would have assumed uh, Jesse and Cal were the most popular girls. Jesse and Cal are... Uh, Wendy's friends outside of Bebe's group. Outside of Bebe's group, you say? Yeah, like when she wants to hang out with somebody besides That's not Bebe, Bebe and, friends. and the yeah. other girls. There's tons of fucking girls in the school tons that, of aren't, kids. that aren't really, uh, they don't do much, but they're always mentioned. There's Riley, uh, Sally Darson, Jenny Simon, Mandy. Oh, we could sit here and describe what they all look like. Molly, that Patty Nelson. Isn't really going to, uh, yeah, you're not really going to care. <laughs> Lizzie. Lizzie was always one of my favorites. Lizzie Borden? No. Um, this was the bitch in the pink parka. She was so mean and fucking like, urgh. like when they were, she, they did the sledding contest in uh, the episode where Cartman did the hate crime. He he threw a uh, rocket token or something, yeah. and they assumed it was a hate crime. Um, yeah. And she was this girl in a pink parka with her own like crew of girls, and she would just be so mean. And maybe like, they were fifth graders. I love her design, though. I don't know. And like, she was a cool character. She had like a foul mouth. Would like just say this hor- like horribly like sexual insults, and like I don't know. Th- she got carried off by a bear at the end of that episode, but <laughs> you've seen her in the background since then, so she's still alive. I was about to say, so she gone now? No, she just made the... She got carried off by a bear, and then she made the bear its bitch. I want to see that episode. Well, there was the bear that was carrying off the uh, little Cub Scouts from Jubilee. Okay, yeah. Remember that? Yeah, with the... Uh, where, where they had the, the Cub Scout leader was a uh, sexual predator. 
Is that the one? No, no, no. It was like the he was kind of like the the teenager from The Simpsons. I feel like that's one area where South Park probably subconsciously ripped off The Simpsons without realizing they did it. That one character kind of talked like this. Oh yeah, it's just yeah, like yeah. this teenager, and he that, was like, that was basically of the oh, Simpsons no, my guy that's Cub like Scout. Yeah, the guy that's like Mr. Wembley. They did it again. <laughs> The guy who has all the jobs on The Simpsons, yeah. right? Because they both work the movie theater on The Simpsons and in the in South Park. Yeah, and he's always working at the Krusty Burger too in South in uh, Simpsons. Yeah, he's always got a different job in Simpsons. Isn't that the joke? Yeah, like Uncle Ruckus kind of. Um, there's also Tammy Warner, Kenny's ex girlfriend, the promiscuous fifth grader, oh, the one that who... killed Kenny with syphilis. Yeah. Um. There's the sixth graders. Led by that dude. I love how their leader has like a picture of himself, of himself on, his shirt. on his shirt. <laughs> like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> Always riding their bikes around, bullying. Yeah. What, what do they? What does he call the fourth graders? Fourthies? I don't know. Maybe yeah. something like that. Uh, the ugly kids. Do you remember the episode with the ugly kids? The gingers? That's rude. Of no, you. not the gingers. The ugly kids. Uh, there's like a group of like four or five ugly kids. The only one whose name we knew was Jamal, the kid that played piano. This is blanking. Really? Yeah. It was the it was the episode where Clyde was voted most attractive, because Kyle thought he was voted lowest, so he went to hang out with the ugly kids. Oh right. Okay. Um. There's Pete Thelman, who's a third grader. He's got like this ill-fit red hat with brown trim and like uh, a hoodie, either blue or brown. It changes, but. When they first went to fourth grade, they harassed him for being a third grader, and he was also on their debate team. He showed up a lot in like the background. Huh. Loogie. Remember Loogie, the fucking mobster? Yes. Okay. You know who did his voice? Don't tell me. It was Al Pacino, wasn't it? Richard Belzer. My original guess was going to be <laughs> Trey Parker. Trey Parker actually did a few lines because Richard Belzer did some lines and they needed to add a couple things and make a couple little corrections. So a little bit of what you hear is Trey Parker, but a lot of it's Richard Belzer from Law and Order. A lot of it's Richard Belzer, huh? Yeah. And yeah, he, you know, he owns his own restaurant. He runs the tooth trade, but we know he goes... I thought we were still talking about Richard Belzer here. Yeah, no, Lugie. But we know he attends the school because he was seen running from the school and butt out. I picked that out. I was like, oh, man, there's Loogie. We haven't seen him in forever. That's so cool. Yeah. But out of it, Nathan. Um, do you think Gregory is still at the school? The kid that transferred from Yawdale with a 4.0 oh, grade point average. yeah, absolutely not. He went to a better the school. Movie. Well, here's the thing. Him and Christoph Zimmel, we'll never see them again. The because one that was like, shit, shit, I fucking hate dogs. God dogs. Uh, yeah, we'll probably never see them again because Paramount Pictures own the rights. Because there were specifically characters for the movie. Oh. There's another background character that you see a lot, Francis. He's the kid with brown hair that wears the snacky s'mores shirt. <laughs> do you know what I'm <laughs> okay, talking about? I do, yeah. Yeah, with the little beaver roasting yeah, yeah, a marshmallow yeah. on the fire. Uh, uh, there's so many other little Such background little characters, kid. too. Um, oh, you remember Gary, the Mormon kid? Gary Harrison. Yes, okay. That was Super a nice guy, great genuine. episode. It he probably really still goes to the him. school. Like, There's no reason he I've, wouldn't. Right, it was just the families don't really like each other anymore. Bride and Guillermo, too, Zach Efron. You know, he wanted to play basketball, but his father, he had an oh, abusive, yeah. effeminate his, father that just wanted to dance. His dad slapped, just like slapping. Yeah, people. he would, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a high school musical one. I I almost like I felt bad for the kids. They finally gave in and did their whole little song and dance like, oh, now we like basketball because Raiden's playing it. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? There's there's some other really minor characters um, like Tommy Turner, for example, the kid that sanded his face off in shop class. He's got the orange zip up jacket. Yes, he's. In the background all the time. There's some other ones too. So you can't say that we covered every single kid at South Park Elementary. I feel like we covered more than we needed to, though. Yeah, but oh, what about Kipped? What about Kipped Rody, the kid with no Facebook friends? He's another Aww. big one. Hey, mom, I got a friend now, and There's, he's he had this for dinner and this. Peter Mullen also. He was originally called Leroy Jenkins, like Leroy Jenkins, the World I, Warcraft I like thing. That meme. Yeah, but uh. Apparently, they changed his name in the Stick of Truth to Leroy Mullins because it would have made Peter you know Mullen, Leroy Jenkins. Now it's Leroy Mullins. Who yeah, knows? If they left it at uh, Leroy Jenkins, I think that would it would have made fine. a bigger impact to be in an RPG game. You know, like a yeah. little more of an like homage, like a throw a callback. We haven't really talked about the kindergartners, but I mean, there's Fillmore. Yeah. His his. His best friend Quaid, you know, his little like minion guy. His yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. There's Ike. there's uh, there's kindergartners. Does Kenny's little sister go to school there? I don't know. Karen, she's got her right. I'd assume so. So we talked about all the rugrats running around South Park Elementary. It's time to talk about the people who kind of keep control. <laughs> so so uh, let's start with the ringleader. <laughs> yeah, the head honcho. Or Hancha. We're talking about the the faculty now, I assume, is what you mean. Yes. The adults that try, that attempt. Try. (laughs) Principal Victoria first. She she is in charge of the whole shebang. I like Principal Victoria. She's a cool character. She's one of those characters that hasn't done much, hasn't said much, but you can read her personality off just seeing her say a few things. She seems to be one of the more level-headed people in South Park. Yeah. Yeah. is it is it weird that she kind of sounds like Sarah Palin? <laughs> yeah, just saying. Um, it is known that she's actually a breast cancer survivor of seven years. She actually gave Wendy Victoria. the go ahead to kick the shit out of Cartman, <laughs> which was an awesome, awesome episode. By the way, I loved the little touch when Cartman took. I think it was Cartman took his jacket off. He had a little choo choo train on his shirt. It was perfect for like a fight. <laughs> It was great. And again, we're not going to cover all of the staff. We thought about at least name dropping every teacher that we know of that they've mentioned, that I know of that they've mentioned. But um, right, right. We're we're just going to stick to the core staff. We gave you a lot of fucking kids. We did. We gave you more kids than we probably needed to. And hey, you can't say you didn't leave Fairpoint without knowing something. Okay, you always learn something from Fairpoint, (laughs) even if it's just the name of the fucking kids sitting in class at South Park. Yeah, you learn when the new season premieres this September. You're going to be like, hey, look, that's Sally Turner. But then they're going to call her Sally Vollmer, and you'll be like, oh, never mind. I guess that's Sally Vollmer now. Amphire, right? Amphire, right? <laughs> Brielle, clear something up for us. Well, it's it, it appears to be that second in command to Principal Victoria would probably be Mr. Mackey. Kind of, except for when he got fired. Yeah, I mean, well, like I said, second. I mean, second, he yeah. seems to pull the most weight in the school other than her, unless there's somebody else we haven't yeah, seen Yeah, he does. He runs a lot of the programs uh, for school. A does. lot, dude. He runs the fucking 
uh, computer lab even. Yeah, like, he, he, uh, he does, he runs like the school musicals and plays and stuff. Yeah, pretty much anything they need somebody in the school staff to do, they usually go to him. And uh, I don't know if you knew this, this again, something you may learn, but uh, Trey Parker said that Mr. Mackey was based off of his actual guidance counselor. Um, it was a college professor, actually, I believe. I thought it was a college, uh, high school. Maybe it was a guidance counselor. I think it was I, his guidance counselor in high school. I, I think Mr. Garrison was based on his guidance counselor in, in school. Uh, yeah, either way. Because Mr. Garrison's also based on somebody from his academic history who right. used a puppet when he was very young, obviously. And this hopefully wasn't a college professor that used a puppet to like talk to the kids. And that sounds like something a guidance, a counselor, guidance counselor would, would do, do, you know. Fair enough. Uh, I think it was the guidance counselor because uh, Trey Parker said that he would often you know, be pulled in the office and he'd be like, you got to stop messing around, okay? Like yeah. the actual yeah. person – Said that to Trey Parker, and uh, he said it. He said years later, he's laughing his ass off because he's actually making a ton of money off of this guy. <laughs> um, there's, as we just mentioned, Mr. Garrison. Everyone knows who Mr. Garrison is. His name's Herbert Garrison. You mean Mrs. Garrison? It's Mr. Garrison again. I liked that though. They did that, and it wasn't just a one episode gag. Like I thought it was. Oh, he was being Mrs. Mrs. Garrison for, for like a while. three years, yeah. something like and that. And there was actually like arcs with that. He. Went went from being a woman, a uh, now a straight woman, to a gay woman, <laughs> to uh, you know what? I've re- I'm realizing I will never get a period. I'll never have a kid. I guess I should just accept the fact that I was born a man. And he had a rather funny moments of watching a mouse with a penis on its back running around town. He had the penis uh, cloned and regrown for himself. That was one of my least favorite episodes of but South Park. You gotta, you gotta admit that that was funny watching a penis running around town and him chasing it. I honestly no. didn't find that one that funny. No, that really? one and the Jack Officers was episode the... was like two of my least favorites. Okay, well the Jack Officers were annoying, and a couple of they the were other, annoying as fuck. A couple of the other reality show ones too. Fair enough. No, but really, you didn't like that was the one where uh, Kyle wanted to become a basketball player, right? So he, and he no. got ended up. No, that no, wasn't the one. That was not the same one because I liked that one. Because he okay, so maybe I'm thinking of something else. Then I'm getting the two confused because that was what he got. Uh, Mr. Garrison's testicles as his kneecaps or something like that. Ended up squishing squishing them. Oh yeah, you're right. But they did stretch that out for a while though. Yeah, so that's true. I I don't think it. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think it was the same episode because well, the one reason that made whatever that episode was with with uh, Kyle becoming the basketball player, it was, that was amazing where his dad because became that was, a dolphin. His dad became a dolphin. He's like, I what are that. you? Are you, uh, are you a lawfin? <laughs> He's just. There's also Mr. Adler, the shop teacher. Shop Richard Adler. Yeah. He's only really been prominent in that one episode, but he's had a few speaking roles and he's, he's part of like the school council. He seems to pull a little weight in the school too. Uh, he does. There's actually a lot of episodes where he's shown next to principal Victoria to yeah. taking Mr. Mackey's place while he was fired. Yeah. I feel like it's very possible. He's like third in command behind yeah. Mr. Mackey. One thing you also might not have remembered, uh, listeners about Mr. Adler is he actually is in the cult of Cthulhu. That was, in Mysterion Rises, that was oh, that was uh, revealed right. there. He was one of the oh members. Oh my god, so cool! I mean, as well as Kenny's parents, but I wonder if his long lost love was too. He's also an Obama supporter. I'm not saying there's any connection. Those, I'm just saying, just just stating the facts, guys. You connect the dots, okay? <laughs> no, 
Oh, no, no, no. Or maybe I should say it like Fox News. Oh, oh, I'm not trying to tell you how to think here, but maybe you should just put the facts together. Just see it. Look at this. Cult of Cthulhu, Obama supporter. Coincidence. Papa Bear thinks not. And I'm sure somewhere in this school, we've never seen it, but I'm sure there's a, if you walk down one of the halls, you know how they have those showcases that are like lined with glass and you can look in to see the trophies, trophies and stuff lined with glass. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. They got the glass doors. It's called, you know, yeah, the, it's called the a, trophy, a trophy shelf or whatever. Yeah, I'm sure they've a got a little case. one that's dedicated to one Jerome McElroy, a.k.a. Oh, yeah, Irish chef. Chef. Irish. He's Scottish. Scottish. I'm sorry. That's what I meant. Yeah. Scottish. Yeah, his parents come right from Scotland. Yeah. They can't get him to shut up about the goddamn Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> it was Champ. No, it was Lockie. It was Nessie. Okay. <laughs> no, it was Relax. Champ. Oh, it was Champ. Yes. Jeffer 349. That's the, the key trait of Champ. The key difference between him and the Loch Ness Monster was Champ. It's Scottish Champ. <laughs> it's Scottish Champ. But what can what is there to say about Chef? He was like one of my favorite characters for the longest time. He still oh, yeah. holds a huge place in my heart. Like you and I both grew up technically like in I guess would say later middle school, like our preteen to yeah, beginning of teenage school, yeah. when uh, years when South Park came out, and like he was just the character. He was the coolest guy, <laughs> you know. It was just so funny because the kids never quite understood how sexual what he was saying, everything he was saying was. And that's one of the things that, like, a lot of people that look down on it, like, I remember, and I respect it. When I was a kid, my mom didn't want me watching this, and that is a good thing. That was a good move on my mom's part. But the thing was... Aliens, eat your heart out, Nathan. (laughs) Okay, fair. But there's probably not that much that's... Really too bad in that, other than some gore. You know what I mean? Like, there's not a whole... Yeah, there is. There's I mean, a lot of I subtext. Guess, well, yes, but as a kid watching that, you're not going to pick up on this, that the rape subtext of Alien. Right. Well, you might subconsciously without realizing it, but I don't and think And then I years later have issues with depressing memories, yeah. But, uh... <laughs> I uh, South Park, though, I mean, your middle school, you don't need to allow your middle schooler to watch South Park. You don't need to ban them from it either, but it was a good move on my mom's part. I have well, nothing against that, but I mean, she didn't like me watching it. Of course I watched it. I was The reason I thought it was funny, for example, when Chef sang to the kids wasn't because like, he, 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 he's singing about boobies. Yeah, boobies. You know, yeah, 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 guy. yeah, sex. <laughs> yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, sex is totally gay. <laughs> <laughs> Girls are gay. Girl, yeah, yeah, be like, girls are gay. <laughs> but it wasn't that he's, oh, he's singing about boobs and wieners. But it was to recognize how inappropriate that was. That this is the most trusted man in the town. Yeah. And he's the school chef. And he's who the kids go to. And he really is. He's not going to hurt them. Right, you know right. that he is like a tr- – but like he's so inappropriate and, and he and He's he sitting there ta- singing, these, yeah, he's singing uh, to fourth ran- graders about random, how to find the clitoris. Which is both random and inappropriate, which is like those are two of the most like I mean, obvious parts of humor, you know? I, like, think, I think the thing that makes it so funny is just how taboo that – really is the thought of that actually is i mean i i'm pretty sure if it was in real life it wouldn't be so funny you show up at your school in the ca- this cool cafeteria and just dancing like i'm gonna suck make love on balls, to lots of girls and suck them and suck them 
Oh man, the the chef songs on the make chef. love to you, woman. <laughs> yes, as I was just saying, the, the chef songs on the chef yeah. album, the chef aid album. Have you ever chef listened aid, to it? I have. Yeah, masterpiece on it. I bought that shit on uh, tape cassette. And, I uh, yeah. I did. I had that the, on CD. The chef songs are some of the best songs on there. Yeah, They're fucking absolutely. great songs because Matt and Trey were uh, music majors. Right. Of course. That's yeah. why. Uh, isn't that why Trey's first movie was musical? Well, yeah, they started South Park. Dude, one of the amazing things about South Park is that it was a viral video before the internet. Yep. Those original shorts were circulated on VH fucking S. VHFS for noobs out there. Yeah, <laughs> um, and uh, you you could find them when your dial-up modem finally <laughs> let you. But no, I'm saying AOL. before no. the internet, no dial-up. It was just a VHS tape that was being, that was being circulated, circulated around. around. People. Like, yeah, just yeah. Pass Which is... Like even the internet was stranger, around, but it wasn't being circulated. Which is circulated even stranger that that happened because, like, you you would think, like, oh, you got this VHS tape. Now I'm not going to let somebody else have it. This is gold to me. Like, I might show somebody else, but I'm not going to give it to them. <laughs> Pass this on. No, they made no, copies. No. That's mine. They made copies. I mean, George Clooney got a hold of it, and that's where he was like, "I want one. I want. Can you guys make another one for me to give it to my friend for Christmas?" And they made the next short. And do you then think, it got uh, picked up. Do you think George Clooney was a good sport about the smug storm that he had in that one episode? The oh, smug episode. Dude, I'm sure he did not give a shit. He, you know, he they had him voice the doctor in the movie. But even before that, he legitimately was the voice of Sparky, Stan's dog. Really? Yeah. They listed it in the opening credits that featuring special guest star George Clooney as the voice of Sparky. That er- I thought that was a joke. Yeah, yeah, no, that was they. They were like, George Clooney wants to do a voice on your show, and they're like, sure, we'll have him do the dog. Yeah, and they're like, oh, it's gonna be a, ta- rocket, a talking rocket. dog, and they're like, no, it's just and like, we'll have him go. Rrr, rrr, rrr. And they're like, you're kidding, right? Like, this no. is George Clooney, and they're, dude. They're star so fucking, of VR. They're so punk rock. Star man. of VR here, yeah. So let punk him rock, do the and fucking I'm sure dog. George Clooney loved it. And you know, uh, Jay Leno did uh, Mr. Kitty in in the episode. Jay Leno, yes, guest starred and meow. did. Uh, yeah, yeah. He just, All he did was meow, meow. Yeah. Can this my pat pat? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> meow, meow. <laughs> they had to cut out a lot of that. <laughs> meow. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you hear this? Read about this? <laughs> meow. <laughs> so, so, did you hear about this? Meow. <laughs> so, they had uh, George. They go, George Clooney's going to play just a normal dog. Yep. So, who's going to play George Clooney in this? Trey. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, we there's still more to talk about. I mean, we're getting close to the end here, but we there's... One more thing we need to bring up about uh, Chef and his untimely demise in the show. And sadly, Isaac Hayes, the voice of Chef's untimely departure from the show. And boy, was that like, I feel like, you know what I'm talking about when they killed Chef off with the Super Adventure Club. It was obviously a huge jab at Scientology. Basically, they did a Scientology episode before that. Yeah, with... With R. Kelly being trapped in the Clyde and Stan's closet. The, Scienti- the Church of Scientology forced Isaac Hayes to quit. Isaac Hayes didn't really give a public statement that the church did for him. Right. Matt and Trey felt slighted. He had always said, like, there were times when people had asked Isaac Hayes about, uh, like, him making fun of religion and stuff, or about them making fun of religion and stuff. And he was like, that, that you got, you can't take them seriously. They make fun of everything. Like you can't, and you, you right. know, you can't take it personally. Like that's right. just what they do. And, and then Matt, Matt, especially felt like, he felt like 
that's where bigotry starts is when now, oh, you you can make fun of everything but this. But even then, though, I, I feel like now maybe enough time has passed. Maybe they're starting to realize it might not have been Isaac Hayes saying, like, it might have, like... Well, it was the church. It was the church, yeah, but... But the thing is... Isaac Hayes really might not have had such a uh, say in it. Uh-huh. It might, but like, like seriously, there's still I've a, read there, stuff there about... There is still a level of personal responsibility, you right. know what I mean? But, I they, mean were, they were upset, and it's not our place to... I'm not even trying to. It's not our place. There was a friendship. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. It was a business partnership. I get it. Um, Well, when they killed him off, they kind of paid homage by saying. They were very pissed, though, when they killed him off. That was very obvious how pissed they were and how violently they killed his character off. But but hear me out, though. Hear me out, though. When they said, you know, I don't blame blame them. I blame the stupid club for scrambling his brain and – that so was them saying, fuck you, Scientology. You Dude, you took our friend away from us. They're so punk rock. You know? so, they are a good force for the world. If if history is just and fair, they will be – Matt and Trey will be remembered as great men. Like in yeah, the fucking, they should like, be. History of society, I think they are doing a great service to society. Everything they, they really do, are. like even, – even the fucking stupid jokes and the – but all those jokes that cross the line and like them – like they're not afraid to stand up against Scientology, against fucking uh, Muslim anything. terrorism. Like all, like it's things that are very fucking like scary to stand up to. Like right. very radical yeah. groups. And uh, go going yeah. going back to good that whole thing though. Yes, good for them. Like I've read things about from people who were ex Scientologists or were born into Scientology and they got out, you know, it is a scary thing. They're basically a cult. They're forcing you to do things. And it's either, it's like, well, you really don't have an option. We're saying you're going to do this. You know, you do what we tell you to, or else basically you're excommunicated and fucked, you know? And it's, it's sad. It really is is that something like that could exist. It's it's the closest thing to a cult. I think that there really is. Eesh. Oh, don't want to offend the Scientology listeners because, well, let's face it, people that practice Scientology aren't listening to us. Oh, they will be once we give them a reason to. Let's do it. They'll, they'll, they'll. I was about to say they'll pay somebody to. Oh no, they won't <laughs> no. pay them to. No, they will. They'll, they'll lock the door and be like, "Watch this website watch this, for yeah. us. We'll um, bring you a sandwich tomorrow." Best thing they could have ever done to somebody. <laughs> so. I think that's a good time to stop. <laughs> Look, if you like what we've been talking about, the minutia of South Park, like there's a site you need to check out. One of those sites that I used to follow back in the day when I was posting on the, the BBS and all that, it was called spscriptorium.com. Script, O-R-I-U-M. They have a Facebook, As too, South like, Park Scriptorium. Yeah, it's a, it's in a, instead of an auditorium, it's a script. Yeah, they they have well they call that because they have scripts for every episode. They also have a very detailed character guide. There was a point. Do they have all the episodes on that website too? No, not no. actual episodes, but they have tons of rare media, um, like audio and video files, all sorts of shit that's very interesting. Check it the fuck out. Like there was a check it the fuck out. But other than them, you know who else is on Facebook? Wink, wink. Um, blurry photos are good friends that do that cryptid paranormal podcast. Oh, sure. They, um, they also regularly throw parties in which they get 
the ridiculously drunk commit debauchery and go out and f- cause crop circles. Hey, by the make way, crop circles until six if, in the morning. If, if you're if you're listening, guys, do do an episode on the Beast of Bonum so uh, Nathan can know what it is. Finally. Everything I just said about them is patently false. By the way, I, well, I don't they did do an episode completely shit faced, and if they where they got drunk. Oh, they that did a couple. Like, it's a it's that was a tradition a St. Patrick's Day episode. They did it twice. Twice, yes. Well, they haven't had a chance to do it a third time yet. So, uh, yeah, good job, guys. But no, I was actually talking about uh, Kip Drorty. Kip Drorty's on Facebook. The, yeah, he has the, no friends. <laughs> he had one friend for a little bit, and then no, no, of course not. We're talking about the Fairpoint Facebook. And you need to give us likes, not blurry photos, because that like war is in. Yeah, it's still. They keep bringing it up. It's still raging. I mean, we had already let it go because we had. I thought one, obviously. We didn't um, want to rub it in. Yeah, you know? we weren't trying to. But then, of course, they, they took a little bit of a uh, – they got ahead a little bit and decided they were going to rub it in. But, no, it doesn't matter. We need to crush them now. Yes, we need your likes. <laughs> we need to crush them like Ivan Drago did or said he would do in Rocky Four. <laughs> so not like he did. We need – Well, I, I mean, he, I've, he, I've never seen Rocky He 4. crushed the hell out of Apollo Creed, but not Rocky. So we need to beat them like he beat I've, uh, Rocky. I mean, uh, what's his name? Apollo, Apollo Creed. Creed. Carl Weathers. <laughs> hell, of a, hell, hell of a man. He was also in Predator. I like 80s action. What can I say? We're also on Twitter. Follow us at, at Fairpoint Pod. Pod. Not no podcast. Cast. No cast. No cast. Not Just allowed to do Fairpoint cast. Pod. At Fairpoint Pod. Fairpoint Podcast was already taken. I mean, too many characters. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't already <laughs> taken. Uh, but... If you want to get a hold of us, maybe uh, maybe tell us things we said wrong, things we missed, maybe episodes you want to hear about in the future. Drop a, well, and you don't want to do that on Facebook, gave, yeah, or Twitter. You don't want to do that on Facebook or Twitter. Well, let's be honest, Twitter doesn't give you enough characters to. Yeah, for real, uh, we would not be, be like, able to decipher hey guys, your gibberish. In episode sixty-two, you said that some, and then that's it. No character limit. Anything, character limit up. No, if anything, it'll be like just a whole bunch of uh, AIM like shorthand, and we won't understand Which it. Which is like, how do you manage to type a coherent message and use a hashtag, let alone multiple hashtags? Oh, and also if you if you do at those characters count at the if you're yeah. tweeting somebody. Everybody's always like message hashtag hashtag hashtag. Like, at how? somebody. How do you... How? I can't even, like, fit one coherent thought into a fucking tweet. Nope. It, it, it's good for about two sentences. <laughs> you got to fit hashtags inside the actual message. This is how you get followers. I'm not good at Twitter. Follow I'm me. Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, if you want to send us an actual thought, uh, <laughs> you can... Because, you, you know, you actually have space to do it on... Our email account, fairpointpodcast at yahoo.com. Yahoo. That's a joke too, right? <laughs> and our YouTube, youtube.com slash fairpointpodcast. Uh, there's going to be more vlogs soon. There's a vlog or two up there. We did a uh, – um, there's clips and there's full episodes, you know, with just slideshows of pictures. Yeah, but, that works. Yeah. So. There's some more new shit up on my YouTube too, youtube.com slash shaggy the shaman. Oh, I couple, thought you were going to say Sylph Radio. 
No, they don't have the. There's no YouTube there's for no self YouTube radio. For there's a self radio episode up on the Fairpoint YouTube. But I've got a few new vlogs, and there's a uh, a couple of my old songs and music that I've made. Um, some rap instrumentals and this really cool Mega Mix mixtape, which yeah, has rap instrumentals, tons of video game samples, cartoon samples, movie samples, hip hop, dub reggae. Go ahead, drop uh, all Dr. sorts Kong of Country cool too. shit. It's it's pretty dope actually. I made it a few years back, a while ago, but check it out. Uh there's there's some cool shit on there too. YouTube.com slash Shaggy the Shaman. And of course, rate, review, subscribe, do all of that to our iTunes. We need that. We need the support. We love the support. Please uh, check it out. And because that's where you can mainly get us is on iTunes. But for those of you Android users, you can always download the Pod Bay FM app. We are on that. And that's on Android? That's on Android. Okay. It's on Google phones. We're on other fucking podcast uh, directories. We should and be. Apps a, too, I mean, if we're not on Stitcher yet, we should be. If we're not on something and it would make it easier to get the podcast for you, send us a message Tell and us. let us know, please. Yeah. Tell us what ones you use. Yeah, we'll listen. fucking we'll do it whatever we got to do to get, yeah, we'll get it on available there. to as what, many what people as we can. What do you can. need? What do you need? Do you want me to drive you to your uh, doctor's appointment? I could do that for you. Craig, why don't you tell me what are we talking about next week? Good question, Nathan. Craig <laughs> isn't in right now. Craig <laughs> has mentally checked out. <laughs> Craig has just returned from vacation. <laughs> he will continue that thought in just a moment. Okay, so okay, now he's making music. Um, so I assume no, you didn't no, have any I do. Ideas I do have an idea. I had one. I lost it, and it just came you. back into me. Uh, we are going to, in timely fashion, of course, talk about mythology that Uh-oh. I've always loved. Yes, we are going to tackle a, a, a myth. Uh oh. He's played by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, God. Yeah. No, we're doing the real Hercules. All right. Next week, Hercules. Back to the fucking ancient Grind. Greece. What happens there stays there. Uh, till next time, I'm Nathan Kapiser. And as always, I'm Craig Tucker. No, no, I mean, as Lewis. always, I'm just, Craig Lewis. just in this episode. I'm Craig Lewis. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yeah, the only other thing I would have mentioned isn't that big of a thing for me, but a lot of people probably think it as big as the was the no show on Doctor Strange. How there was no like everybody was excited to hear information about that, and then they were just quiet and absent. Okay. Yeah, but, but I mean, it's, it's not. We're gonna do the same thing. <laughs> no.